Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you're listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy! Sayonara, sayonara. Vadani bhangi, sayonara. Do you know, I woke up this morning and I had a song in my head. What is it? It was a song from the 70s Pakistani films. Mm-hmm. And it's... Che, 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 buddha pyaar mangda. Anu koi te na 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 ne. Anu pyaar di khed sakhave. Hatta ta na 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 maya buddha pyaar mangda. Che, 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 buddha pyaar mangda. And basically what it means is, uh, 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 the old man wants love. Lovely. So, hello, hello, on. hello, people of the world, people of the universe, people of every planet and solar system going because we cover everyone and we love every species. Hello, everyone listening on the planet Neptune. It is Work, me. Honey. And I'm here with my husband. And today is a wonderful day in July. July's almost over. How amazing is that? <laughs> and now let's do this again. Yes. At this point, we would have had a week of things opening. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Hi, guys. It is us, and we sound exhausted. Oh, Why? so dead. Because it has been rain on, on me. me. It's been clubbing, blubbing, clip, up in the club, up in the club, up in the club. And we are all up in the clubs. Going out, doing everything. Social distancing has come to an end. We don't have to wear masks. Yes, How that's happening. It? How does that feel? Feels amazing. It feels so good, doesn't it? it oh, really yeah. It does. Um, and he's hoping that it, this is a long-term thing and things last. There we go. Oh, my God, that was really good to get that out. And I'm hoping we're not the ones that jinx this. Yeah. Because the last time we did this, yeah, it didn't we happen. didn't go up in the club, up um, in the club. <laughs> but do you know what? Even if we don't go up in the club, we're making a club at home. Do you know what? I just hope that things don't reverse. Girl, same. If it reverses, it, right. That I'm not ready One for. One thing I'm going to say if we ever get an announcement that everything is going in lockdown again, Yons. whatever on, on a Friday, Saturday, I am we, I'm going to get so drunk and I'm going to order all the food. Oh my god! Because like I can't do it. I just yeah. need I just need it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be like, oh, baby, it's over for us. Like I don't even know what I want. I just want every takeaway from everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> just eat. I don't want to. No, maybe not even takeaway. I just want to get all stuff to bung in the oven. No, I I completely understand and I completely get what you're saying because like. During the height of the set, what it was, the second wave, like December, January. Who knows what number that was? I would, you know, go to work and the only thing that me and my colleagues would be looking forward to in the hospital was eating a hot meal in the canteen. And it was like, do you want chips with that? Yes. Do you want a pudding with that? Yes. That's all I've got. Because that's all what I've got to look forward to. I know. It's really it's really tough. It was. It really was because it was like nothing's open, nothing's going on. So I really hope we don't revert back to that because it um, has caused a lot of uh, emotional and mental toll on uh, vulnerable people like ourselves. If, if gyms close. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And, and there I are many people, there are many people who have benefited from a pandemic and many have become used to it and accustomed to it, I guess. 
but we're not those people. Oh, no, 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 no. I want normality, even though it's probably going to be hard. Do you know, it's going to be uh, teething problems and tiring. I, I want to be back to how it used to be. I'm like, what was it even like anymore? Whoa. Sometimes when you sit in really deep, what happened, it's really tough. Oh, it re- really is. And you've got to snap yourself out of it. When you have a moment to yourself and you're like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, I'm like, why has my life taken this whole, like, no. No, and I'm sorry. I don't want to go on an annual holiday to Devon. As wonderful as I'm sure Devon and Cornwall is, I'll visit it one time. And I'm sure parts of Scotland are gorgeous to look at. But I miss flying five times a year. I miss go. going out. I want to go um, and entertain. I want us to do our show together. I want Bushra to uh, perform on stages. Like I want us, And I want us to do work on more campaigns and get the word uh, out there more. And... Just do normal shit. Yeah, opportunities. Once things open up, opportunities will open up as well. Well, he is hoping. Yeah, he is hoping. Unless we're the wrong shade of brown. AKA not white. Is this your segue? (laughs) Yes, it is. Of course, I'm, uh, you know, making light of uh, colorism and uh, racial biases and what have you. But today's episode is a slight sidestep. From this, but not entirely. And you'll realise why when I tell you what the name of this episode is. Bitch, say it. The name of this episode. The topic of this episode. They already know. You know that, don't you? Oh, no. <laughs> no, they don't. Because they would have seen the title of the episode. Sh- shut up. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, what was I saying? Yes. The episode title is Beauty Standards. Today we're going to be talking all things beauty and beauty standards and yes that is our dishwasher still going for it (laughs) weeks later bear with me okay the dishwasher settled down now yes we are talking all things beauty standards what is beauty what does it mean to you are you beautiful how can you be more beautiful or are we all just non-beautiful people okay work oh this is another one um, I really want to do. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to talk about beauty standards because I think it's a hot topic these days and I think the standards of beauty are changing. We are going through a mini beauty reset. I don't want to say revolution, but definitely a reset of sorts. Hmm. So why not talk about it? Hmm? Okay, work. So, Amir, Mr. Husband. Yeah. Apart from me... What does beauty mean to you? Oh, I've never been asked that question. Um, What's your idea of beautiful? I'm not, oh, I don't like this question. It's horrible. Yeah, you always shy away and get cringy around these topics. It's, it's a really ugly question. Why? Because is there an answer to it? <laughs> Excuse me? Care to elaborate? Like, what does beauty... What does it mean to me? What does beauty mean to me? Yeah, when I say beauty... And if you close your eyes, what's the first thing? Oh, I saw? see like, you know. Jared Leto. I don't see people. Okay. It's more like sun and like laying in the sun with a the pool there. Okay. And like adventure and like mountains and nature. That's what I see when I think beauty. Okay, well, now that's great. But when we narrow it down a little bit and talk about humans only. Yeah. What do you see when you see beauty? I literally see nothing. Do you think people are beautiful? I don't. I don't even like the word. 
Why? Oh, I don't know. I was so uncomfortable and awkward, isn't it? Like, what do I see? I, I don't see a type of person. I think it truly does. People can be, you know, you can say they're beautiful, they look beautiful, blah, blah, blah. But when you really deep in and think about it, it really does come from within. Like, I, I'm more into people's beautiful auras and that they have. It's an aura thing for, with me. You well, see, with me, go on. when I close my eyes I and I see beauty, I think um, beauty is very subjective. But I do think, for me, beauty is very much around a person's um, physique and form. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's always attractive in people, um, regardless of what gender expression they have. Um, I do admire a good physique. What does that even mean? What is a good physique, though? Something that I find attractive. It might be a big ass. It might be big arms. It might be a big chest. It might be uh, a really toned, lean individual. Okay. It could be big boobs. It could be not Every, so big so everything boobs. has to be big. I just said it could be not so big boobs. Okay. If you're slender, you're not big. Okay. So go fuck yourself, bitch. Um, yeah, that's what I think. I Actually, do you know what? I think all of that encompasses in good skin. For me, beauty is good skin. Good skin and good lighting. I'm down. <laughs> so good filter. Yeah, you can have scars and stuff. But like, so long as they're lit well. Yeah. Yeah, that's what beauty is for me. But I get what you mean. It's a weird question, isn't it? Yeah, I don't like the question. I think it's an ugly question. See, I don't like the word ugly. Do you I, not? I don't think anyone's ugly. Well, I don't use the word ugly to describe how people look. I use it for their personalities. Mm. So yeah, beauty is within. It's about how you are inside that adds to how beautiful you actually are. Oh, yeah. Do you feel beautiful? That's a tough one. And I think that depends on when you're asking me. Okay. You know, like... Right now, do I feel beautiful? Well, no, I'm not did up. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. I'm not done. I'm not did. I'm not ready. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going out. And I guess that's like being the kids throughout the pandemic. Has have many people felt beautiful? Have I felt beautiful throughout the pandemic? No, I felt ugly as fuck. Do you know what I mean? Because I miss that getting up and getting ready and going out. And that makes me, I wouldn't say it makes me feel beautiful. It makes me feel good. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I wouldn't say I ever feel beautiful. It's such a strong, heavy word, you know, like, oh, my God, it's a really heavy word, like beautiful. It's like, oh, my God, you're like the top. Do you know what I mean? You're like the God tier if you're beautiful. Wow. But like, no, I don't think I ever feel beautiful, actually, now thinking about it. Hmm. I think I feel good. I feel sickening. I feel like I look good and I'm, you know, on it. But beautiful, no. How interesting. Do you feel beautiful? I used to. Go on. I used to, f- I, I did used to feel beautiful. I used to be like, oh, wow, good for you. Like, you look good. You know, like, I have that delusional level of self-confidence at times. I'm like, and sometimes it comes out again, but um, not anymore. I don't feel beautiful anymore. I actually don't like looking at myself in the mirror. Why is that? I don't know. I just, I see potential <laughs> and that's it. And I'm like, oh, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there next year or whatever. And then it just never happens. But no, I don't feel I don't feel beautiful anymore. Beautiful anymore. Do you think that's with age though? Do you think it's sort of like when no. you're when you're young, yeah, sickening beautiful? Or no. do, so if you don't, do you think you can do something to make yourself feel more beautiful? I believe that people make you feel beautiful. Okay. And the pandemic has well, not yeah, that. it hasn't helped anyone, has it? <laughs> like if you're asking anyone that have been through a pandemic if they feel beautiful, I don't know how many people would answer yes. If someone answered yes, I'd be like, why? How? 
Yeah. Like, what happened that was so great for you during the pandemic that didn't happen for the rest of us? Yeah. I think like, that's... really, like, everyone feels haggard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel, like, old and tired from the because of the pandemic. So yeah. beauty is, it, it's really interesting, which is interesting because, like, we've got beauty influencers and stuff that have, like, soared through the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is have. wild. I'm like, wow, okay, you, you kept yourself together. Social media in general has. But you know what? I think people edit shit out in retrospect because I remember scrolling through the pandemic and it was like so many, you could tell the difference between people going to the gym and not going to the gym and doing home workouts because it wasn't the same. But I swear people have like revamped their Instagrams and stuff and got rid of all those pictures where they didn't look as great. And then it's like, oh, never, nothing have happened. We all looked sickening throughout. Yeah. So like with with that said you know, not looking so great. What does that mean though? Because isn't that just a beauty standard then that you're imposing? Yeah, beauty is subjective. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I don't think it's a standard. I think people um, sort of overtly rely on the term uh, beauty standard and say, I'm not going to conform to a beauty standard. The truth is beauty is subjective. It's always in the eye of the beholder. It depends as to what they consider beautiful. There was a time where having extreme fair skin was considered beautiful in England because it symbolized that you didn't have to go outside and work in uh, the fields. And so you are over an upper class as a result. So people were attracted to financial wealth and stability. And therefore that was symbolized by having lighter skin, which is why Queen Elizabeth I used to do whiteface. You know, it was because that was a beauty standard. Um, and then having um, men being fat was considered a beauty standard because it was linked with being wealthy enough mm, to overeat. Henry VIII come through. Yeah, come through plus size queen. And then in the 2000s and 90s, having a flat ass was considered beautiful because it was attributed to health. And now having a fat ass is considered beautiful because curvy bodies are in. You can never keep up. That's the thing with beauty, beauty standards. It can you can never ever ever keep keep up because it's going to constantly change, and the bar's going to. I wouldn't say the bar gets raised. The bar completely changes. Yeah, and in 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 gay culture, oh, in gay culture, I think a lot of trends run simultaneously. So, like, some people are into really thin, lean people, and then others are into bigger guys, and then other are into older, bigger guys, and some are into hairy guys, and then other people are into, you know, muscly, ultra-built guys. Yeah, it's, it's very, like, bears, twinks, that sort of thing. People are into very, very different things. But I do think that, you know, with muscly bodies, people say, oh, no, that's, you know, toxic, and you shouldn't aspire to that and stuff. But I do think that there may be genetics to play at that, uh, at that you know. Okay, bring the science in, Queen. Bring the science in. Because if you're working out, there's a lot of um, health benefits to it, right? There's health benefits to working out and you do inevitably inevitably become stronger. So then people are, and, and you know, you've pushed through certain challenges in order to achieve that body. I mean, this is a side of... Um, steroids and stuff you know that that's what oh the, yeah that's what the perception is right it's not the reality but it's a perception so i think when people look at that they see somebody who um is of a good breed basically i think our evolutionary response says go fuck that guy because he's going to give you good kids that are going to last mm. that's what i think it is i think it's more of an evolutionary response more than anything 
So with the um, gym thing, yes. You know, let's talk about beauty standards um, before we talk about face and stuff. Let's talk about body, yeah. Yeah. So, like, with the, with the whole gym thing. Now, this is really interesting uh, for me. You know, I I'm uh, I go to the gym. I try my best. It's really helped my mental well-being, my mental health. And you're beautiful. You know. Mm, I think you're beautiful. Mm, please, so gross. You are beautiful. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't believe that. You sort of describe yourself as sickening, don't you? Yeah, I'm sickening. You're like, oh, nothing. Yeah, but that this is, again, it goes back to my point before, right? Like, um, of like... <sighs> Sickening, it's an aura. Hmm. It's I don't want to be... Uh, it's just so late. I don't want to be described just for my looks. Do you know what I mean? Or anything like that. It's hmm. like I want to be described as a, a package, my whole package that I can deliver. Everything I am as a person. What did if you I'm, just call yourself? <laughs> if I'm a good person within, then naturally I should look better to you. Hmm. You know, and I say sickening because it's an aura that I want to give off. You know, when I talk about beauty, I'm like people's auras. You know, when we were at UK Black Pride the other week and there was a, a person that we met briefly and I said, they have such a beautiful aura. Yes. And it's inside and out, outside, in, everything about them is beautiful. Oh, yes. Because of that. Yes. It's just an, it is an instant thing. Like, it's like, if you've got a beautiful aura, to me, you will be beautiful. Do you know what I mean? If you have an ugly aura, you could be the most conventionally good-looking ripped person in the world. Uh-uh. Nothing. I, I will give you nada. You will not get anything from me. You didn't have to insult me so hard. Do you know what I mean, though? Mm. Like, you, you'll get nothing. So when we talk about gym, and you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because we forget that we live in this bubble, right? Not we, our community that I'm talking about, you know, our community that we're part of online in real life, it is uh, smaller than, you know, it's small, it's a small, it's a community and the whole world think differently. And we forget this. It's like, oh yeah, Labour are going to win. Well, Labour flopped because guess what? We're screaming louder than everyone else and they should turn up and vote for Tories. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're going, you know, we, we've got this whole new thing where it's like gym bodies. No, we're not allowed to like them at all. No, no, we have to go after the, the other people and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, girl, spread the love to everyone and don't take someone's progress away from them. You know how it's not easy. You know, some, some of these people are up at 5, 6 a.m. in the morning training for something to help their mental well-being and their own, own, own overall health and well-being. And girl, if, you, if someone wants to fancy someone with a gym body, let them. Yeah. You know? when, did, when did gym shaming become a thing? It's massive now, babe. It's massive. And then it... it Honestly, if I'm honest with you, it makes me feel shitty sometimes. Really? Because I'm like, oh, okay then. You've never shared that. Like, I can't celebrate. Like, do you know when I come home? I'm like, oh my God, babe. Like, you, you, you know, no one else, you know how hard it was for me to get into the gym. Mm. You remember that first session, don't you? I do. You, girl. I, how, how, girl. Can, I forget? how can I forget? The anxiety, the stress, the everything, paranoia. And now I'm like, when I come home, I'm like, babe, I did this way at this blah, blah, blah. I'm you, proud of myself. You always look so happy. Because I'm like, it, it gives me so much. I when I never come back from the gym not happy. True. Very true. Not buzzing. Mm. Walking through the door, singing, rapping, my little Nicky verses, doing my thing. And why are we shaming people for going and why are we tearing them down now? True. I'm sorry this episode's gone somewhere, but I need to pop off about that. Because okay. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand why we are, why, why, why? Like, why? Beauty standards, you were talking about beauty, can't every single person be beautiful then? You know, it's very much yes. like, no, it's either the gym bodies are beautiful or the non-gym bodies are beautiful. And it's like, oh my God, give love to all. Well, what's in between them two? Either you go to the gym or you don't. <laughs> yeah, there you go then. Ba-bum. Ba-bum. <laughs> Ba-bum. But yeah, and then if we want to talk about um, 
beauty standards in terms of face and everything yeah. else. What's interesting about what you said before was, you know, talk about, you know, flat asses and blah, 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 change. One thing you didn't mention, um, what's, be, what, what's always been considered beautiful in the, here has been white, being white, being mm. fair, mm. being fair has been, been considered beautiful. Then, yes. then white people tanning, not brown skin, white people tanning. Yes, yeah. So those are two uh, different points, aren't they? Um, well, there. What is it? What's the term? Two sides to the same story, or something? So no, incongruous with each other. No, they might not, not throw that. They're not incongruous. I'm, I just want to chuck a word out there. No, it's. Oh my god, this is really going to. Sides me. of the same coin. Yes. Different, side, different sides of the same coin. Different sides of the same coin. There we go. Because people say, oh, you know, she's beautiful, like an English rose, or her skin's like porcelain. It means you're fair-skinned with a dash of pink in yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And actually, rosy cheeks are a health condition. So if you think that's beautiful, you might want to get it checked out. Okay. Oh, there goes our dishwasher again. Bear with. Oh, it's had a... How long is it on for? Two hours, 55 minutes. Why? Because oh, I made curry. a curry. I wanted to give it a thorough wash. Okay, so anywho... God, it sounds like as if the dishwasher had a bloody curry. Anywho... What were we saying... Um, white people, white rosy cheeks, and then white tan people are considered beautiful. Yeah, so that happened, and then within the South Asian community, a beauty standard is fair skin. If you are fair skinned, you are considered more beautiful than uh, if you had darker skin, which is not good. And in the Western world, you are considered now you're considered more beautiful if you have a tan rather than be brown skinned. That makes sense, which is really interesting. Yeah. So I have issues with that. Yeah, I know you do. And, Massive issues. Um, I remember when I lived in Budapest, and I've said this before, people are like, oh my God, your skin looks so tan, it's gorgeous, we're attracted to you. And I was like, yes, appropriate me. But in the UK, it's like, oh, you know, I want a tan because it just makes me feel healthy and it looks gorgeous. Healthy glow. Yeah, healthy glow. But nobody ever comes over to me and says, you've got really gorgeous skin. No. It doesn't happen, does it? No. It doesn't happen to us. It's, it's so fucked up. Yeah, white people will go in between them amongst themselves and say, oh, yeah, you've got a nice tan, aren't you? you got a tan on. Oh, you went you got a tan. I'm like, bitch, I am stood here with a tan 365 days a year. And I guess what? Also, another thing, brown people tan, black people tan. Um, and me and a, a friend of mine were talking uh, and, and she's black and she, we were both saying we both tan, we both burn in the sun and we both hate heat. But people don't believe us or they'll say, oh, you know, you'll do well in heat because you're used to it. And it's like, well, no, that's not how it works, sweetheart. And yes, we do tan and burn, but you just can't tell because we're brown 365 days a year. That's, that's very, very true. And you hate tanning. No, I love I love tanning, like natural. Okay. Uh, I I love uh, people should naturally tan in the sun because that's normal, isn't it? Yeah, and it's I, healthy. I, yeah, I I see. I, I'm stuck. I think I'm stuck. Okay. Okay. I don't know where I stand with tanning, like the gaze. Let's talk about the gaze. You know, getting the mm -hmm. lips plumped and going on the tan beds all the time. Okay. And the reason why is because wow. Okay, so like, I've just suffered all my life with racism. And, you know, black and brown people mm. have suffered all their life with racism or people bullying them for having bigger lips, right? Yes. And then you're going to go and get a tan and plump lip and everyone's like, yeah, sickening, you're hot. I'm like, 
And big asses. And big asses and like all that stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, like... There was a woman in the 1800s who was part of a um, human circus because she had a big ass, which basically meant they'd put a fence around her and people would come and look Fucking at her hell. because she had a big That's ass. That's horrible. That's horrible. It's see, horrible, horrible, horrible. See, I think I'm, when we release this episode, I might ask a few things in our story about this. I, I, I think I need more perspective. I said, I want to know what other people think about this. I'm going to ask you in a minute. Yeah. You know, like, as people of colour, from all different sections of, you know, the people of colour, the community, being bullied for bigger lips and bigger asses and skin colour. And now white people do all that and it's like, you're beautiful for that. And it really fucks me up because I'm like, that's not fair. Right. You know, it's not right. Like, uh-huh. where are my flowers? <laughs> do you know <laughs> you, what I mean? I'm saying that these days. Do you want my opinion on it? Go on. I really don't care. Go on then. I really, really don't care because I think white people tanning gives them, unless it's a really good tan. Are we talking about... Let's be clear, we're talking about thick tanning here. Thick tanning, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Out in the sun is a very different glow. Oh, of course. Um, some white people cannot tan. They um, just burn, unfortunately. Um, and for me, with fake tanning, I think it always adds a layer of orange. So um, it's not quite the same as... It's not as, brown. Yeah, it's not quite the same as brown skin. So maybe some, you know, maybe... They don't want to draw that comparison because we're the benchmark and they don't want to be embarrassed. So they just applaud each other for, you know, not being as light. <laughs> so have you never, ever had a person that's had a fake tan and put their arm next to you and say, oh my God, I'm almost as dark as you? Um, Probably, but knowing <laughs> knowing what I'm like, I probably did annihilate them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, and completely made them feel like shit. So uh, no, I, personally, I don't care. And also, okay. Also, it's because I like white guys with a tan. Wow, fuck me then. <laughs> I no. I'm gonna edit that right out. No, as in like when I when I was single, and if I'd see a, a white person with a tan, I'd be like, "Oh, good." Your fake tan. Be clear. Fake. Well, I didn't know if it was fake or not, well, mm-hmm. but I'd be like, "Good, that's good." Okay, maybe I should go on tanning beds. I used to go on tanning beds. You Girl, know this. A mess. You know this. But but maybe you felt the pressure. No, tanning beds used to give my skin a really nice glow. I I'm like I'm darker skinned, but I can get a tan. Yeah. I like having a tan. Yeah. It's just I maybe it's an evolutionary response. No, I love getting a natural tan. Because a vitamin, natural tan, I would never, ever, ever in my life get a fake tan. Because vitamin D is one of those feel good. Oh vitamins, yeah, isn't it? I like sitting out. In the, I like I like sitting out in the sun and getting a tan. Yeah, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what. Again, it might be one of those things that people do to feel good because it feels like as as if they've got vitamin D in them. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Like I don't know. I think my my issue comes from like. The, the big lips and the tanning and the, the bullying from it. And then, you know, people are like, yeah, you look sickening. It's like, okay, then great. Yeah, with big lips. Oh, girl. Um, with with the injectables that people put in their lips and it literally looks like as if their lips are about to burst. I, I, I don't understand how that's beautiful. That I, that I am completely, um, I, I just don't get it, you know. Duck but lips. Then, but then also what people do, I mean, okay, if you want duck lips, fine, but... Then they put lip gloss on top, and then it's like, mm, I don't get that. The all stars filter. Yeah, I don't get that. That said, 
I want bigger lips myself, but I only don't do it because you don't like me. Oh, you're not getting them. Because apparently my lips are big enough. Yes, they they're fine. They could do with being a, a no, bit bigger. No, no. See, this is the the pressure that society's putting on you. Oh, no. Without, no, be... without you even realizing that's what happens. I've wanted them for like seven, eight years. The pressure society's putting on you. No. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe... You probably don't even realize because you see it so much everywhere. That you're like, oh my God, I, I want that now. I don't feel pressured to get it. But you don't need to feel the pressure to have the pressure on you. Okay. Because you, sometimes you don't, when, when, when something becomes such a societal norm and you just want it, you don't, you, you, the, the, you don't see the pressure at all. You don't see how it is because it's just there. It's the standard. The, as the episode is called, it's the beauty standard. So you want to be part of that beauty standard. Well, okay. Do you feel... Um... Pressured to have bigger lips? No. Why? Because I don't want them. I don't want. Any, I, I just don't want them. Maybe I just want them. Okay. Why do I? Have it's to not be, about me, girl. Why <laughs> this is I about you. To, why do I have to be pressured? And, and, and no, I want bigger lips. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> Literally, go and suck a cup. <laughs> uh, or something that rhymes with a cup. Cock. Does that rhyme with cup? <laughs> I was like, cup, mup, tup, sup. I was like, what? Dirk. Um, anywho. Anywho, Zulbees. So <laughs> I popped up a lot then. You did. You certainly did. Uh, one, one thing which I do struggle getting on board with is the whole concept of injectables now. It is so big. Non-surgical uh, surgery. Oh, Non-surgical... Yeah. What is it called? And rhinoplasty stuff and all Rhinoplasty shit. stuff. Yeah. So basically you have in, um, shit injected into your face to change your facial structure. <laughs> Stop mouthing that word. Yeah, go on. Um, you have stuff injected in order to change your facial structure, but it's not on a permanent basis, I believe, because it dissolves after six months. So then every single picture sooner, you take. So you can look different like every week. Yeah. <laughs> you could. You, listen, at least if you can get someone, get it permanent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Susan Lucci. Like Cheeto. Oh, she looks so good. Susan Lucci looks phenomenal. I'm not um, against cosmetic surgery. Oh no, me neither. I'm not against liposuction. Do it right. Yeah, I. But I've always said this. Like, when I'm 50 years old, I'm gonna look shiny like fucking clink film because mm-hmm. I'm gonna be pulled back so much, and my hair's gonna be like weirdly jet black. I'm gonna look like John Travolta. I don't know if I, I don't know if I would ever get anything. I've talked about it, but do you think I would? I think you'd get Botox. Cutely, maybe a bit. I think bit. you've always wanted Botox. But a bit, but like, I don't think I'd get anything drastic that will change the expressions or the way I look. I don't know. I, th- I think it just makes me so uncomfortable. Do you think you'll get a nose job? No. No. No, why do I need one? No, I don't think so. Oh, wow. You, you heard it here first. Because you always said. No one ever heard that. You used to say you No go. one knows you're making shit up now. <laughs> yeah, because you get told you got to pack your nose. <laughs> oh, my God. True, though. Who said that? People used to say it. Oh, God. That's terrible. Yeah, I know, right? But I know what they mean. Bitch. I'm only joking. No, um, yeah, these non-invasive things where people, like, give themselves jaws and jawlines and then it's a bit of a slippery slope isn't it because then it's like well where do you stop or should you stop when you got some when you want something more then more then more and then like when it dissolves you have to keep getting it and getting it and getting it and going through that and spending the money and then looking different every month ah uh, do you know what sounds I, like a headache babe i i agree with your point just make it permanent 
Honestly, do you know why? Because then I know what you look like. Then it's done. Yeah, it's yeah, done. exactly. It's like, oh, are you you? Are you your cousin, twin? What's going on, dad? Yeah, and what's going on in your head? Yeah, that's true. Not in a horrible way. Like, what what's going on? Like, and these injections are hundreds of pounds. They're not a insignificant amount of money. It's hardly a pill. Yeah, it's just straight. It's just interesting, isn't it? Yes. Um. What is your beauty regime? I'm assuming it doesn't involve syringes. Um, drink water. Do you know what he was like? Drink water, wash my face. My ph- Genuinely. One of my pharmacology lecturers, Dr. Shiva Subramaniam, said, he said people are obsessed. He was a, a real straight talker. He'd yeah. have everyone in stitches. And he said people are obsessed with putting stuff on their skin and they're not paying attention to what they're putting inside their, their body. body. And I thought that was really, really interesting. And he was talking about it from a hyper-scientific point of view. Like, we were talking molecules and all sorts of stuff. Um, You know, like, say, for example, people don't tell you that the skin uh, is essentially a phospholipid bilayer. What the fuck does that mean? Exactly. Lipids are fats. And, you know, it's... uh, How can I describe it? You know, it's semi permeable and you have things going in and out and cholesterol is important in order for communication and um that's why many creams contain uh lipids and fats in order to replenish them and it's all you know the hydration for skin the moisturization of skin is actually water so a lot of these creams a good cream will help lock in that moisture and keep it there you know, a lot of skin conditions uh, where skin doesn't look that great in terms of uh, eczema and itchiness and all that jazz, it's due to a loss of moisture from the skin. So, I mean, and that's obviously simple and, you know, that rule doesn't apply to everyone potentially, but that's essentially what it is. So one of the best things you can do for yourself is drink water. Um, But from that, I want to just exclude people with severe skin conditions, you know, that were born with severe skin conditions and et cetera. There's all different things I understand you you guys got to do. Let's talk about the, the, the average skin, the average person. The average skin, Drinking water, eating healthy. People, people are wild and eat healthy, drink water. And they're like, what? Yeah. Wash my face with tea tree oil a few times a week. Like, honestly, like wash my face every day, obviously. And your skin and moisturize. Well, do you know what I mean? And it's just like it's it's not a. It's like yeah, that what what more do you want from me? And do you know what's interesting? You know, a lot of people that use all these expensive serums and all this stuff. Sometimes I find them they get puffier. Yes. Is that weird? Or am I imagining it? No, you're not. Because I started using one serum, and I don't know if you know or not, but I've stopped using it now. Yeah. And I noticed a puffiness in my face after using it. It, it always looked like they just woke up. Like the yes. puffiness after a long flight sort of thing. And then they've put something shiny on their face. Pillow face. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay then. So yeah, you know, you've got a lot of beauty influencers out there that don't have skin conditions or anything. And I'm like, what's, I want to know, what does your skin look like? That all the filter and stuff. What does it look like? I, I'm, I'm interested. Like where are the scars? Where are the marks? What's, what's happening? Yeah. It's not always about looking flawless. You know, your scars and your marks make you, 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 they make you human. hundred percent. I mean, with myself, like people usually say that I've got good skin, which is great during the pandemic. It's not been great because I've been working in hospitals and I've Mm. had breakouts and stuff, which I'm not used to. So I've got a little bit of scarring on my face right now, which will go away in eventually. Um, but outside of a pandemic, normally all what I did was drink water and uh, for the longest time, I actually didn't even use a face wash to wash my face. I would actually use an emollient to wash my mm. face. So 
the grease in the emollient would help capture the grease on my face and replace it with fresh grease, basically, and just lock in the moisture. That's all what I did. And now I started using these uh, spot reducing face washes and stuff. But I, what I realized was that they were actually causing my outbreak because I think they were stripping away all the essential oils in my face and I was just left bare and exposed. Um, and I stopped using them, just went back to a simple tea tree face wash and my outbreaks have stopped. It's, it's so interesting, isn't so, it? So, hey, and also, uh, in terms of makeup removing, apparently uh, micellar water isn't the greatest thing Oh, okay. for skin. Yeah, I was um, when we did one of the campaigns, one of the makeup artists uh, told us oh, that. Oh, I remember. So if anyone has a good alternative to micellar water, do let us know. A good, a good well-priced. There's a clean, cleansing oils are great to get rid of makeup. The, I, 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 the, for me, they're literally the best thing. But um, that's beauty. That's the beauty standards. That's um, that's all things being but, pretty. But do you think like, <sighs> hey, go on. I've got a question. Go on. Do you know how like skin tanning's an issue? Yeah. Is skin whitening an issue then? Yeah. Why? It's dangerous. What if it wasn't dangerous? It's an. It's an. It's, it's an it's, what if? it's an it's an issue. It's it's a problem, and it's because see, oh, I think I mentioned this in an episode before. And I forgot how I put it, and I summarized it so fucking well, Yo, and it's affecting me now. Okay, because I summarized it so well. Because people are like, "Oh, isn't skin whitening the same as tanning?" It's not the same. Okay, it's not the same um, at all. People doing skin tanning, it's it's not you know it's not because you know brown people and black people it's like they 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 you know with a superior race. Do you know what I mean? And mm. uh, no, no, because racism exists and racism has happened and still happens, and yet these people want to glow. Um, racism doesn't exist the other way, and you know with with the bleaching and stuff, it's because that's a beauty. You know, that's such a a, a pressurize of the of the beauty standards because if you are white, you will get treated so much differently. Do you know what I mean? You tell you just said a bit ago. You can sort of tell when it's someone's got you know had that fake tan. Yeah, you know. Um, so you know that's uh, again another pressure, and especially when you look at places like India and stuff, and and the issues they've got with skin whitening and how that is like makes you so fucking amazing and sickening. It's like, fuck off. That, honestly, bluntly, I'm tired of it. Yeah, I think... I'm with, sick of it. I think skin whitening is an uh, is an issue because... And yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying in the sense that it does affect people differently to how tanning affects. Tanning is kind of of no consequence, you know. You might have white shaming happening, saying, oh, you're looking a bit pasty, you need to get a tan on. Um, and then you get a tan on, and it's like, yeah, you look great. Until you go to the sunbed. There's a lot more on the side. With skin whitening, it is um, a multi-billion dollar industry and it is all interlinked with South Asian women trying to look what um, society tells them is more beautiful. It's more beautiful to be lighter skinned. So you have these creams that are pumped with steroids that are peddled by Bollywood stars who will say, you know, there was an episode, uh, uh, an advert where Shah Rukh Khan was promoting a skin whitening cream for men as well. And he was comparing a guy's skin to a matchstick. So like he burns a matchstick and puts it next to him. And it was all kind of innocent and packaged and almost not referencing the matchstick, but referencing it at the same time. But I was like, girl, we all know what you're trying to say, that his skin looks, you know, too dark, basically. Or he he, he looks burnt sort of thing. And it's like, well, 
that's that's just terrible. There's a lot more depth and layers to on the other side. Yeah, isn't yeah, there? it's yeah. all in in in, in he, is, he is implying it. Any well, the advert's implying it. So yeah, they they peddle beauty standards, but then lighter skinned people are. Uh, there is light skin privilege in countries such as India, and you see it within. Uh, society so say for example if there's a company that all needs a receptionist that's front of office they they have been women who get light skin treatments because um if they're darker skin they're not considered as appealing and therefore um it um, affects client engagement and getting clients on board it's as simple as that or when you're getting married the preferences for a lighter skinned girl and the songs that um revere um lighter skin so it's it's a chronic issue now from an evolutionary point of view however one could argue that um it may well be an evolutionary response like say for example when women uh, when men are attracted to breasts and hips uh, apparently that's an evolutionary response because um when you are um babies no, when you're older, mm-hmm. you know, your hips develop and your breasts develop. And it means that, you know, you are able to reproduce when you're a woman, when you're when you're old, old enough. So when men become attracted to that, it's because their brains are thinking that this person is able to bear children. That that's the that the argument, the theory is that that's what the evolutionary response is. It might be complete bollocks, but that's what it is and with lighter skin um when you have lighter skin you are able to absorb more vitamin d and vitamin d obviously strengthens bones so there is an argument that when you are attracted to lighter skin as lighter skinned woman you are attracted to the fact that they are potentially healthier and therefore able to um bear children oh girl bye yeah i'm being serious that's an actual but then what makes life so interesting and complex is that we've evolved so much from that evolution yeah because i could be a brown skill skinned girl with you know no hips uh no birthing hips and i could be taking vitamin d supplements or i could be working on a beach every single day and getting enough vitamin d regardless of the fact that i've got darker skin um, and I can have a C-section or I can adopt. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's in modern day society, that type of um, thing has no space. Mm. But I, I'm I'm dead set against skin lightening. I really, really am. I know. You, yeah, we uh, should be. We should all be. Yeah, I, I really, really am. I hate it um, because it, it literally ruins people's lives. And I've seen it within family. I've even seen it happen to, to myself when people are like, you know, you should do this and you should drink more milk when you've gone out in the sun because you need to be lighter. And it's like, fuck off. Oh, fuck off. I guess with this episode, what we've realized is that beauty is fucked. It is because we would, you know, we tried to follow the structure and stuff, but it was so hard to because it's like, oh my God, there's a lot. It yeah. unravels a lot. It's a lot. But it boils, boils down to the fact that beauty is subjective. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a case of what you find beautiful. You should do what you find beautiful and not be pressured by society. 100%. And it's not easily done. It really isn't easily done, which is why I love certain drag queens and drag artists and um, uh, artists in general, the ones who march to the beat of their own drum. They have their own idea of what it means to be beautiful and they pursue it. Like, say, for example, look at Ginny Lemon. Yeah. I absolutely love their aesthetic and they're a beautiful individual. Um, But they've redefined us to 
um, what their perception is to of course. be, you know, an artist, a beautiful individual, you know, uh, artist and all that jazz. So mm. it's amazing. Hey, last question before we wrap. Oh, up. no. What is it? <laughs> Predictions. For what? Say in the next 50 years, what do you think will be considered to be beautiful? Oh, I don't know. Because like I said before, it doesn't progress. It just changes. So there's something new or it. That's what I mean. What do I, you think will... I, don't, I genuinely don't know. What do you think will be considered more beautiful? Oh, I don't know. Like, I really, really don't know. Would it be like a big arse in a man? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm here for that. Will that become a thing? Like, I think, uh, you know, things have become things like legs. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Would it be like, oh, this calf? Like, I'm being yes. serious. Like, I, that deep, you don't know. Because calves are not easy to develop. No. And so... That's going to be next thing, calves. Yeah. I'm talking about men, on men. Yeah, and then it's a success if you've managed to develop them or if you've got genetics good enough to develop them and people love to celebrate success. There you go. What about you? What do you think? Here's to the calf. What do you think? Height. Height. Oh, great. Yeah, I think as as we're progressing... Uh, you know, we we come from places of abundance. We can eat whatever we want. And, and I believe as a result of that, we've started getting taller and taller and taller as compared to our, our predecessors. So I think... Oh, I didn't know that. If you're, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our predecessors were much shorter than we were. No, but I didn't know we were getting taller and taller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are getting taller and taller. Uh, as in hu- the human race. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently as you get older, you get shorter. Oh, great. You're going to be such a cute little man. No. Yeah, you are. No. You're going to be like Mr. Cranky. I'm going to be so annoying. Yeah, I know. It's going to be adorable. It's going to hit you with a walking stick. <laughs> We've got that on record. Um, what was <laughs> I can s- edit it out. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? You need to wrap it up. Something. Wrap, wrap your dick. Wrap, wrap your dick. No, I was saying... Height. Height. Yeah, I think height will, will be one of those things that will be considered beautiful. I think exotic looks. So with more word. with more and more um, intergenerational relationships happening, yeah. we are going to get more and more browner looking people, shall we say. And I think, you, you know, it's not going to be uncommon to see more tanned skin with light eyes. So I think that's going to be the new standard where you see a tall, slightly tan brunette with, you know, sparkling green eyes. That will be a um, a trend. And I think doughy eyes as well. Big oh, doughy eyes. the filters. Yeah, that anime doughy eye look will become a thing. I agree with you there. And let me quickly add before we wrap up. Yes. I, I, I don't watch Love Island or anything, but, you know, I've seen things on the, on the timeline and stuff. You know, talk about beauty standards and talk about people's types. Like, yes. what's your type? Brown hair, blue eyes, blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm like, girl, your type is a hair color. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, a standard yeah, guy yeah, thing to say, though. Your type, your type is a hair color. Yeah. That's all I've got to say in that matter. Done. Listen. Bubum. I'm going to be an M and buying whatever dye you like. Lips, Bru- that's it. Bron- blondes, brunettes, blacks, everything. All the colors. Bubum. <laughs> Any hotel bees, this was the episode on beauty standards. Hope you guys feel beautiful and more beautiful than we do right now. Um, and remember, take care of yourself. You drink define, water. Drink plenty of water. Yes, you define what you believe it means to be beautiful. <laughs> okay. Love you guys lots. We love you. But, but you, you don't, don't love me. me. Drink plenty of water, please. I'm so pretty. No. Who? Oh. Boop boop.
Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. Follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. Follow us also on Twitter at YDLM Boys. And you can also email us on You Don't Love Me Boys at Outlook.com. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.